Assemble! We don't mess around. We don't waste time. Over here at his hard line. Let's go! from Washington, D.C., and giving it back to you, the people. Welcome to the show. Let's get started. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Good evening, good afternoon, good morning. Greetings and good day to all of you ladies and gentlemen out there. I am Jason, your co-host with our sovereign Lord and Savior, Christ Jesus, at our side because he is the host with the most and the most high he is in charge. He is in the captain's chair at the helm and behind the wheel. Therefore, that means he is steering this great ship through these crazy rough waters that we call life. So welcome to his hard line. Today is Friday. Happy Friday to all of you. July 14th, 2023. So we've been told anyways. That's what my calendar says until we figure out what the real date is. But you are listening to episode 576, Held in Contempt. And we are going to be doing a reading, a short reading actually out of Psalm 47. But before we get going, I'm going to do my normal daily disclaimer. I want to clarify that I am not a doctor, holistic health expert, financial advisor, pastor, priest, deacon, biblical scholar, no thank you for that, or a bar lawyer. I do not possess any titles of nobility or offer legal advice. I do not have a political degree or have had any involvement with any unconstitutional three-letter corrupt agencies like the CIA and FBI. Hello, CIA and FBI. If you happen to be listening, hopefully you get some Christ in your heart while listening to this show. While I'm also a member of the General Michigan General Jural Assembly and an advocate for your participation in the local General Jural Assemblies, I am not the face or voice of the National, State, or County Assembly. I want to emphasize that I have no affiliation with any other groups trying to mimic the lawful assembly, such as the American States Assembly, National Liberty, Life Force, Beacon 37, RUSA, or any other organizations outside of the Michigan model. And I have never participated in any fraudulent status correcting associated with AVR, Bobby Lawrence, and David Strait and Company. Furthermore, I do not endorse or advocate for violence. Please note that the opinions, thoughts, and statements expressed are solely my own unless otherwise reference so welcome to his hard line ladies and gentlemen i hope you're all having a great day so far um i needed to catch up on a little sleep which is why i didn't have the show starting at eight o'clock besides i needed to put together some show notes which i typically do the day before and i couldn't do that the day before because we were busy with horseback riding lessons and conference calls and 
and just I had we had so much going on. And so I say all that to say this. It's okay sometimes to start a little late. I'm not going to be apologetic about it because uh, I'm actually a little bit sharper, I think, and, you know, clear minded. I can think about my things and the words I want to talk about uh, a little bit clearly. So so speaking of words, let's look at a couple words real quick for for a moment. Okay, I want to look at two words and their definitions according to the 1828 Noah Webster's 1828 um, American Dictionary. The word inflammation. Let's look at that real quick. So inflammation, there's a few there's a few definitions, and there's a reason why I'm going to go over these. Now, inflammation, uh, definition one, the act of setting on fire or inflaming, okay? The act of setting on fire. Think about that because I'm going to be playing a video, and I want you to pay attention with that video, that uh, audio, I should say. I want you to pay attention to the audio because it talks a little bit about inflammation, and I want you to kind of really let it resonate in your mind and what it's actually portraying. Uh, Second definition, the state of being inflamed. Third definition, in medicine and surgery, a redness and swelling of any part of the animal body attended with heat, pain, and febrile symptoms. Definition four, violent excitement, heat, animosity, turbulence as an inflammation of the body politic or of parties. Okay, so there's inflammation. Now, let's look at the word contempt for a moment. Contempt, okay? It's Latin. Uh, for content, uh, the, the Latin version of that is contemn. Okay, the first definition, though, means the act of despising, the act of viewing or considering and treating as mean, vile, and worthless, disdain, hatred of what is mean or deemed vile. This word is one of the strongest expressions of a mean opinion which the language affords. Nothing says long, longingness can be great, the contempt of which is great. Definition two, the state of being despised, whence in a scriptural sense, shame, disgrace, some shall awake to everlasting contempt, Daniel 7, 1. And definition number three, in law, disobedience of the rules and orders of a court, which is a punishable offense. So I just want you to take those words for a moment, keep them in the back of your mind for a little bit, um, and just let it, just, just let it resonate for a little bit, okay? So, um... Which leads me to two audio pieces I want to play. So the first one my wife found, um, I'm going to play that first, okay? Now, before I start getting a bunch of people that's going to, like, yell at me, like, oh, how dare you talk about, you know, play stuff that goes against the Sound of Freedom movie, blah, 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 blah. Okay, I'm not going against anything. But what I want you to do is keep an open mind, and I want you to look at all evidence and all things objectively. Because we live in a world in which we have been lied to for so long and for and, and we've been lied to on so many different levels. I had the title of the show as Lucifer's Little Lies initially, but I changed it to Held in Contempt. There's a reason for that. But just bear with me. Let's listen to this one piece, audio piece here, um, where a guy discusses, um, just just list, let's listen to this because it really opens up your mind. So I know I'm going to catch a little flack for this, but I have questions. And when I have questions, I ask them. So this movie drops. It's bringing major attention to the most evil shit that this world has ever seen. So that's a good thing. And before you guys feed me to the wolves, just understand I'm a retired combat veteran. I spent over 21 years in the military. And a portion of my career, I conducted anti-narco human trafficking operations in certain locations around the world. So I've seen this firsthand. I've operated against this evil. Now, with that being said, over the past decade, all I've been hearing about is certain celebrities 
that were possibly making documentaries, not movies, documentaries about human trafficking and children. And then they mysteriously die. The theory about Paul Walker, Anthony Bourdain, all of this. So with this movie being released, I sit around and ask myself, what makes these two individuals so special? How come these two individuals are the chosen ones to bring this evil into the light? Then you have to ask yourself, how did Hollywood allow it? Now, I'm not trying to personally attack the two individuals that created this movie. But instead of making a Hollywood production, you have a, a person that's involved that has boots on the ground. Why didn't you make it a documentary? And then I have another question. Why, why are they only talking about human trafficking in certain areas of the world? The United States is one of the biggest hubs for human trafficking. Was it too close to home? Were certain people that helped produce and support this film possibly be indicated? And then I think, if I was going to control a narrative, because there's no way, no way you're going to be able to keep the lid on this forever. If I was connected to this evil, how could I control what people think? I guess what I'm saying is, if you look like the good guys, you control the narrative and where it goes. I also want to remind you that Department of Homeland Security still cannot identify where 80,000 plus children that showed up to the border are right now missing, no contact. So however good this movie is bringing this evil into the light, we got bigger problems at home in regards to the same evil. Maxwell is arrested and charged for human trafficking to no one here. Epstein's list is probably the most protected secret document in the United States today. Again, more questions than answers. That's right, more questions than answers. You gotta wonder. You gotta wonder exactly what the purpose of this movie is. And a lot of people will say, well, yeah, but Jason, <clears throat> excuse me, there's a lot of people that are being red-pilled because of this movie. Okay, I get that, and I would agree with that. <clears throat> excuse me. But that said, this guy brings up some very valid points. How do you control a narrative? I mean, let's let's think about this for a second. When COVID-19 scamdemic came about, all of a sudden these truthers and these podcasters just came out of nowhere, out of the woodwork, and all of a sudden they have these giant followings, really? I mean, look, I know I'm not the greatest thing sliced bread, but I will say this. Um it takes a while to build up a solid podcast. I mean, yeah, you might have your occasional anomalies out there that all of a sudden they'll just take the world by fire and boom, they just instant sensation. Sure, there is those cases, but to see all of these people have the kind of followings that they do and they're making a living off this, really? Come on, that just smells CIA all over again. Instead of you know controlling the mainstream media through paid subscriptions of cable and satellite TV, you know they're just doing it through different subscriptions online. Think about it. You, you don't do, do you, don't you guys ever really question where these people came from and and who they you know they claim that they've been around for 10, 11, 12 years to make it seem like they weren't an overnight success. And maybe with some of them that is the case. But overall, 
you have to ask yourself, where in the hell did these people come from? Who is and we know? Who is SGT Report, the guy who claims to used to work for Target and then all of a sudden became an overnight you know, sensation in the truth of community? Who is Juan O'Savin? Who is, um, insert name here. I mean, there's so many of them. Now, I'm not saying that they're not red-pilling people because, again, you control the narrative by releasing information out that is truth. But then with that truth comes that 7 to 8 to 9 to 10% little white lies in there to deceive people and get them off the track a little bit. See, Lucifer, let's think about this for a second. See, Lucifer is very cunning and very stealthy entity. Okay, we can all agree with that. Oops, something sound like it fell upstairs. I, I heard it over my microphone. <laughs> Hopefully my wife is all right. Um, but Lucifer is very stealthy. By 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 creating and spreading the falsities, you know, it, the falsities that Lucifer creates seems to bind us in a mental in mental shackles while acting out based on these deceptions and sin after sin. See, we think that the little lies Lucifer spreads, and my wife says in the chat, sorry, I'm fine. <laughs> I'm glad to hear that. Um, but the, 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 you know, the, the little lies that Lucifer spreads out in the world, they seem to be big nothing burgers, right? Because they're meant to be death by a thousand cuts, right? The, the frog in the boiling kettle of water, you know, we're, we're not really supposed to feel it, you know, but overall, um, these cuts end up hurting more and more and more, right? Until one day, you know, we, we find ourselves in so many lies and engaged in so many little sins that we didn't think were big deals. Then all of a sudden we become entrenched in a life filled with chaos and confusion. And then we tend not to know how to find our way out of the labyrinth of lies. Now, finding truth becomes damn near impossible in, a, in our mind. And again, that's all by design. So today we will be digging a little bit into, you know, the timeless topic, which is the nature of lies and our relentless pursuit of truth, because that's what we're all here trying to do. We're trying to figure out what in the heck is going on here, especially as we try to, re, you know, re, 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 um, reinstitute our republic stand up our republic by reassembling our states in the national assembly you know we can gain insights from the teachings of jesus that are found in scriptures and we're going to get into that a little bit here with in psalm 47 but you know we need to remember that jesus proclaimed that the devil is the father of lies attributing deception to his very essence and lying serves as satan's primary weapon aiming to separate individuals from their connection with god and so he, you know, he employs uh, deceit in a very clever manner, often disguising his falsehoods as appealing and rational ideas. <clears throat> now we see the perpetual, you know, the perpetuation of lies throughout history. We trace it back, um, you know, to the deceitful encounter between Eve and the devil in the Garden of Eden. And so those consequences of their actions have impacted all of humanity. Even today, you know, the devil still continues to exploit individuals to spread his web of lies, often using charismatic and but misguided people as conduits for falsehood in the false religions and cults. This is why I don't really believe in religion. I just believe in following Jesus Christ and 
having him in my heart and seeking God the Father, continuing to be in a dialogue with God the Father in heaven all the time to seek guidance, to seek discernment, have no other gods except that God in heaven. But see, the midst, you know, amidst the sea of deception that we find ourselves in, we also can find hope in Jesus, who boldly proclaimed himself as the embodiment of truth. Now, by seeking a genuine relationship with him, and this is why I've started this podcast, because I want you all to feel the power of what it's like to have Christ in your heart. Those of you who have listened for quite a long time here, which I appreciate, by the way, thank you for your loyalty and dedication to the show, not to me, but to the show, which was started and initiated by God. You know, you know my story, but we can discover the ultimate truth that will never deceive us. And that's what I try to aim to do here on behalf of God. Now, Jesus also warns us about the consequences of lies as revealed in the scriptures. And those who embrace falsehoods will face dire outcomes symbolized by eternal separation from God. Now, nevertheless, there is good news. Jesus, our Savior, offers forgiveness for all sins, including lying and deception. Now, through his sacrificial death and triumphant resurrection, we can find redemption and liberation from the chains of deceit. Now, by approaching Jesus in faith and humility, we can receive the gift of truth that sets us free. All right, it's very important. Now, I don't mean to sound like a little preachy preacher up here, because I'm far from it. Because remember, I am not a preacher. I'm just trying to speak the truth to the best of my ability here. Because in a world where lies abound, it's very crucial to discern truth from deception. It, we all know that. <clears throat> and sorry for the continual clearing of my throat. Let me uh, take a sip of water real quick. I got some lemon water. Hold on. Okay. That seems better. <clears throat> and so we need to remember that his teachings and our aligning you know, his teachings um, can align with us. We need to embrace his teachings. And so through this quest for truth, we can experience freedom and cultivate a deep relationship with our Heavenly Father. Now, the pursuit of truth serves as a guiding light in our lives, enabling us to navigate the complexities of the world with confidence. Again, like I always say at the beginning of the show, Jesus is at the helm and at the wheel of our ship which is going through these crazy rough waters, the storm that we find ourselves in, right? And so we got to remember that he holds the key to ultimate truth in the eternal salvation. And as we strive to live in truth, let us extend love, authenticity, and honesty to those that are around us, becoming courageous beacons of truth in a world hungry for genuine connection. But let's remember, this cannot be overlooked. While forgiveness is definitely granted and necessary for our own transgressions and the transgressions of others, there is still a penalty that is due, especially for those who, who really engage in bad criminal activity. Sure, we can forgive the man or woman for the crime, but there is still a penalty that needs to come after said crime. So after the reading here, we, we will discuss a little bit further in detail about the different levels of contempt of constitution and what that looks like. Now, 
if you're not sure what the contempt of the Constitution is, it's the first law on in common law that is on the books since 1861 that was put by the people here in General Assembly, started with the Michigan General General Assembly. Now, I have a show called Contempt of the Constitution. You can actually find it on the front page of the website, national-assembly.net, www.national-assembly.net. And there is a podcast. There's four of them on the front page there. You can click on the one, Contempt of Constitution. Go and listen to that. It's very, very informative. And the reason you should go listen to that is because this is going to be applied here in the very near future with these people who've been trying to take down our country from within, who have been following the lies of Lucifer. See, we have a lot of people who are trying their best to take this nation down and taking it down by taking our families down, by trying to take us down, trying to split us, trying to divide us. And these people are doing Lucifer's work without question or hesitation. Now, they are aiding and abetting the enemy. That's all there is to it. And these crimes and lies will be held to account. And as long as we are working on the side of Father in Heaven, who can be against us? Seriously, who can be against us? Let's listen to this audio piece before we get into Psalm 47. If I was the devil, my first victim would be the kids. From the moment they left their mother's precious wombs and were born, I would condition them to see racial division as a norm. And I wouldn't stop till I've stripped their innocence, divide and conquer. It's the oldest trick in the book of Genesis. And see, as they grew up, I would, I would continue my infiltration. For 12 years, I would steal their hearts and minds from them and call it education. If I was the devil, my next victim would be women. I'd make old, out-of-touch men control women's bodies and rights. What better way to curse God than to disrespect the very bringers of life? Speaking of God, if I was the devil when it comes to religion, I'd put my plan together perfectly. I'd allow you to worship Jesus every Sunday. And on the other six days, I'd make you worship me. In the form of money, fame, lust, and greed to my religion, I wouldn't need to convert you. I turn the Ten Commandments to the Ten Suggestions and make virtue signaling more important than virtue. I give you just enough religion to hate each other, but not enough to love each other. And for my final evil strategy, I'd make you forget the whole purpose of religion was spirituality. If I was the devil, I, I wouldn't come dressed in a red cape and pointy horns. I drive a Lambo, have a pretty face and a Gucci belt on. Basically, I take the form of everything you ever wish for and watch you create your own hell. I don't need to torch the earth. And as far as politicians go, I change nothing. They're already doing my dirty work. If I was the devil low key, I'd be behind the scenes. You wouldn't have to see me. I would normalize dysfunction and call it reality TV. And in this reality, I would attack your self-worth, making it hard to heal from. I'd show you images of fake bodies and make them more attractive than real ones. If I was the devil, I'd make you pray to technology and idolize those who created. I'd make clout the number one drug and steal millions of lost souls as they chased it. Now, if I was the devil, I, I wouldn't do it all at once. I'd take my time instead. I'd eat away at your morals little by little, exactly how cancer spreads. Speaking of cancer, if I was the devil, I'd feed you tasty food that makes you ill. Then I'd turn your doctors into drug dealers, selling you pills that keep you coming back instead of truly heal. Yeah, if I was Lucifer, then I'd know life and death are in the tongue 
So I'd make your knife and fork your executioner. So you can't achieve higher consciousness if your body is sick. You won't opt for positive information if you have inflammation. If I was Satan, my cleverness would be admired. Why do you think the word inflammation literally means to set on fire? If I was the devil, I'd show you how to really flex. I would release pandemics on the world to give people the chance to really care for each other and then sit back and laugh as they exploited and became scared of each other. Basically, if I was the devil, I'd keep doing what I'm doing. God is my witness. I already control your systems. Don't try to fight against this. Because for my last trick, I would make smart people like you doubt whether I ever existed. Pretty powerful. That's pretty powerful, if you ask me. You see what he was saying about the inflammation? It literally means to set fire. But what does junk and garbage processed food that these food companies do, what does that do? It inflames our body. What does a lot of this crap do? It inflames our body. It inflames our mind. It inflames everything in our being. This is the body temple. Why do you think that this show... And look, I'm not saying I practice perfectly with what I preach here. Uh, I do my best with practicing what God preaches, but you know, when it comes to taking care of the body temple, as you all know, I devoured myself in with 12 crumble cookies and completely killed my back. Um, needless to say, that was the last time I did that. I'm not doing that anymore. But what I'm saying is, like I said, there, the, the food, the junk processed crap that's out there, is designed to destroy our body temple. So that's why I try to discuss everything God, health and wellness, family, and how and, and country in that order. God, health and wellness, family, country. You have to have God at the top, Jesus Christ at the top. Below that, you need to take care of your body temple because that's the gift that God gave you, the vessel that he gave you in order to proceed forward on this earth to spread the good news. Okay, that's why Lucifer and Satan and his legions of demons are trying to elevate transgenderism to prevent family bloodlines from continuing to produce and move forward in this earth to spread the good news of Jesus Christ. He doesn't want that good news spread out there, so he's trying to destroy the ability to procreate and re and 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 um and and basically have babies. I hope that makes sense. And by destroying the family then in turns destroying the nation. You destroy a family, you can destroy a nation. Okay, that's why we talk about all these topics here on this podcast. So again, it's very imperative that you share this show. And I'm not saying it because I want to be popular. I'm saying it because we need to reach as many people as possible and get this information out there. Because let me tell you what, I believe the next six months, is going to be very critical, crucial months going into the beginning of 2024. Don't ask me why. I'm just telling you. It's an inner knowing. We'll just say that. Let's get into Psalm 47 for a minute, and then we'll continue the conversation. So Psalm 47 out of the New King James Version Bible. Very short. Only, what, eight, nine verses? Nine. Very short. Here it is. 
Oh, clap your hands, all you peoples! Shout to God with the voice of triumph, for the Lord with uh, for the Lord Most High is awesome. He is a great King over all the earth. He will subdue the people under us and the nations under our feet. He will choose our inheritance for us, the excellence of Jacob, whom He loves. Selah. God has gone up with a shout. The Lord with the sound of a trumpet. Sing praises to God. Sing praises. Sing praises to our king. Sing praises. For God is our king of all the earth. Sing praises with understanding. God reigns over the nations. God sits on his holy throne. The princes of the people have gathered together the people of the God of Abraham, for the shields of earth belong to God. He is greatly exalted. And that is the reading of Psalm 47, verses 1 through 9. So Psalm 47 is a hymn of praise and celebration. And it's calling upon the people to clap their hands, right, and shout triumphantly to God. And it acknowledges God as an awe-inspiring greatness as the supreme ruler over all the earth. Now, the psalm emphasizes God's power to subdue nations and choose the inheritance of his people, particularly referencing the descendants of Jacob. Now, the psalmist declares that God has ascended with shout and the sound of a trumpet, signifying his victorious presence. Now, the call to sing praises to God is reiterated multiple times, emphasizing his kingship and reign over the entire earth. Now, the psalmist encourages the worshipers to praise God with understanding, acknowledging his sovereignty and majesty. Now, the psalm also portrays God as the ultimate king, right? Reigning over all, reigning over all nations from his holy throne. And it suggests a gathering recognizing God's authority and dominion. The psalm concludes by affirming that the shields of the earth belong to God, indicating his divine protection and strength. Now, the psalmist also exalts God's supreme greatness and calls for all to acknowledge and worship him. Now, in essence, Psalm 47 is is a celebration of God's sovereignty and victory. All right, calling for joyful praises and and recognition of, of his reign all over the earth. Okay, so when it says that God reigns, it means... Well, let's let's look at something for a second because in this in this in this uh, chapter, the one verse that sticks out to me is God reigns over the nations. Right, God sits on His holy throne, and it emphasizes the sovereignty of God over all nations of the world. Right, basically saying God is the ultimate ruler and authority over the kingdom, over every kingdom, over every power, and over every authority of the earth. <clears throat> so when it says that God reigns, it means that He He exercises his power and control over all affairs of nations, and he governs and orchestrates the events in the world according to his divine plan and purposes, right? And no earthly ruler or earthly kingdom can surpass or challenge God's authority. Now, the mention of God sitting on his holy throne conveys the idea of his majesty and exalted position because the throne represents his supreme authority and righteousness and justice, and it symbolizes a position of honor and power and judgment. See, as God sits on his holy throne, that that right there signifies his unchanging and eternal reign. That will never change. And so this verse serves as a reminder that despite the complexities and challenges of the world that we face here presently, God is ultimately in control. We need to keep that in mind, ladies and gentlemen. God is in control. And God uses his people as tools in his tool belt to keep in control. See, it brings comfort and reassurances to uh, us as believers 
right? Because it reminds us that we can trust in God's sovereignty and that his divine purposes will ultimately prevail. Satan will not win and prevail over, you know, he will not prevail over God. God will ultimately prevail because it also encourages reverence in all towards God in this chapter, recognizing that his supreme position as the ruler over all nations. So I really like that reading. It's short but sweet. My mom was just putting in here, let me see here, three ways to destroy a nation. First, destroy the family structure. Two, destroy education. Three, lower their role models. That's right. That's exactly what these communists try to do to try to destroy a nation. They try to take, you know, you take down a nation, you, again, destroy the family structure, destroy education, and lower the role models. And yes, she also says right here, and this is Coastal Runner on the chat here. This is my, also my mom. Hi, mom. But liberalism is designed to destroy the nuclear family. And liberalism, let's not forget, liberalism is just a fancy, comfy, cushy word for communism and socialism. Don't sit there and think liberalism is a good word. Don't sit there thinking liberalism is a good idea, because it's not. It's designed to destroy a nation. If you go and listen on the, na on the national phone call that happens every Thursday at 9 p.m. Eastern time, there's a wonderful man who is in the Missouri General General Assembly by the name of Oscar, and he's a very hard worker, very highly knowledgeable and smart man. It's a pleasure to know him, call him a friend, and I've worked with him on a you know couple little projects, had him on the show. In fact, that reminds me, I need to have him and Lisa back on the podcast. They were great guests. I loved having a dialogue with them. Such good people. Godly people, they love God, they love this country, they love the people living on this land, and all they want to do is help God to help the people get free and fully know the truth of God and Jesus Christ. We're talking true salt of the earth here, people. These people are great people. And so he's going over what's called the Field Training Manual 2000-25 on the National Assembly phone call. I highly recommend checking it out. I believe yesterday they went over um, Lesson 6. And so they got many more to go over, but it's very, very important that you listen to that. I also did some podcasts on that on Field Training Manual 2000-25. And if you want to hear them, you can hear it at hishardline.com. Hishardline.com. You can find the 17-part series. Go check it out. But if you want to listen to it on the phone call live, go to national uh, the national phone call, and you can find that information on national-assembly.net. Okay? Now, let me just taking some things and putting aside on my phone real quick for a moment. All right, let me shut my phone off for a second. So interesting, though, from that uh, video, though, before we got on the reading, right? The whole, you know, inflammation, right? Inflammation literally sets fire. That's what they try to do. All right, that's what they try to do. They're trying to destroy the body temple by inflaming it. And we do it ourselves. We create our own hell. And this is just kind of how evil works. Now, before we get into the different levels of the contempt of the Constitution, now remember, I, I did do a reading of the contempt of the Constitution. You can also find that, again, like I said, on the front page of nationalassembly.net, or excuse me, national-assembly.net. But like I said, before we get into the different levels of the contempt of the Constitution, I want to read rule number 48 from the Jefferson Manual. I'm reading this for a reason. Some of you read between the lines, but I'm reading it for a reason. 
The rule in the Jefferson Manual, in Rule 48, it reads, a motion to adjourn and a motion to fix the day to which the House shall adjourn shall always be in order. These motions and the motion to lie on the table shall be decided without debate. Let's read that one more time. A motion to adjourn and a motion to fix the day to which the House shall adjourn shall always be in order. These motions and the motion to lie on the table shall be decided without debate. See, Rule 48, as described in the Jefferson's Manual, it pertains to motions related to adjourning a meeting or fixing a specific day for adjournment. According to this rule, a motion to adjourn or a motion to fix the day to which the House will adjourn shall always be considered in order. See, the purpose of these motions, like this one, is to allow the meeting or session to come to a close or to establish a specific date for the next meeting. Now, these motions are given precedence and can be proposed at any time, any time during the proceedings, even if another matter is currently being discussed. So additionally, Rule 48 also states that these motions, along with the motion to lay the matter on the table, temporarily suspending discussion, should be decided without debate. Now, this means that once the motions are proposed, they are put to a vote without allowing further discussion or debate among the members. Now, the decision is typically made through a majority vote of the participants present. But this rule aims to provide a mechanism for efficiently managing the meeting and ensuring that the motion to adjourn, the motion to fix the day of adjournment, and the motion to lay the matter on the table can be handled promptly without extensive deliberation or delay. So by limiting debate on these particular motions, the focus is placed on procedural matters, allowing for the orderly and timely conclusion of the session. And, and like I said, if you haven't read well, first off, let, let me back up for a second. And so I want you to take that in for a minute. Let's read that motion, that Rule 48 again. Again, from the Jefferson's Manual. <clears throat> a motion to adjourn and a motion to fix the day to which the House shall adjourn shall always be in order. These motions and the motion to lie on the table shall be decided without debate. So I want you to go back and re-listen to all of that, okay, on the download side. Very, very important rule. Internalize it. Let it marinate in your mind for a moment and 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 just just reflect on it, okay? Now, if you haven't heard my reading of the contempt of the Constitution again, I highly recommend you go listen to it. It's on the first uh, it, it is one of the first laws in common law, by the way, on the books. That has been created since 1861 by the people in General Assembly, in the Michigan General Assembly. All right. It's called the Contempt of the Constitution. The Contempt of the Constitution. See, the people of the United States of America presented a document. Okay. And when I say the people of the United States of America, the people in General Assembly, lawful assembly, serving as an official and undeniable declaration of contempt of the Constitution. Now, in this declaration, 
They asserted that the authority and power to charge individuals with contempt of court recognized within the legal structure also extended to contempt of the Constitution. Now, they emphasized that this authority and power were inherent in and inseparable from the courts, as acknowledged in legal sources. But the people further claimed an inherent authority and power separate from any government entity to address contempt of Constitution. They made it clear that contempt of the Constitution belonged exclusively to the people. And let's not forget, could not be affected, diminished, or approached by any part of the government. You know why? Because the people created the government. The government. The people is on top of the government. Just like God is over the people. People didn't create God. God created people. Government didn't create people. People created the government. Therefore, the people rule the government. Let's not forget that. Excuse my tone for a moment, but I'm very sick and tired of tyrannical, seditious people who claim they love this country and want to try to take it down from within. They can go to hell or repent and hopefully accept Jesus in their heart and pay the penalty. But the people also highlighted that the founding fathers embodied the, con the concept of contempt of constitution, considering certain offenses to be equal or greater than treason or felony. They identified in the contempt of the constitution, various rights and breaches that could lead to contempt of constitution, stressing that, you know, the people were, you know, not at peace when such breaches occurred. And through the declaration, the people declared contempt of constitution as an inherent power reserved solely for them. And they believe that, you know, that with this, with each filing and declaration, this power would actually grow exponentially. And so they acknowledged that the contempt of constitution manifested in different classes and appearances, setting it apart from a mere civil offense. Because remember, civil is Roman law. We don't follow Roman law. We follow common law. Contempt of Constitution refers to a crime committed against the people whom the Constitution represents. There are several types and degrees of contempt of the Constitution. Let's break them down. Now, like I said, I read it more. I read the whole document on a separate podcast. It's a very long reading, but go check it out. But we're just kind of going over some highlights here. So you got what's called general contempt. Okay, you got general contempt. What's that? General contempt occurs when contempt of the Constitution is committed or asserted, even if done unknowingly or ignorantly. See, it's important to note that the ignorance of the law, that's not a valid defense in this case. Pleading ignorance is not a valid defense. I hate to break it to you. It's not how that works. This category includes attempt attempted contempt of constitution now you got what's called the next level of contempt is malicious contempt right here contempt of constitution becomes more serious because it involves repeated acts of contempt where the individual clearly has knowledge of the law and deliberately commits contempt and the harm caused by this contempt can be severe and affects one or more individuals victimized by it 
See, we see a lot of this in people who are trying to divide and split the assembly of states, different states. And they will be held in contempt, malicious contempt, at the minimum. Then you have what's called tyrannical malicious contempt. This level of contempt of Constitution demonstrates an even stronger desire for power. It includes acts of malicious contempt that aim to gain destructive power over people within the United States or its territories. That's right. This can involve a corrupt use of power, whether delegated or not, with the intention to harm the people protected by the Constitution and Bill of Rights. And we got some people who are trying to do this within the assembly. Tyrannical malicious contempt. Remember that. So you got malicious contempt and then you have tyrannical malicious contempt. There's a reason why I'm going over this, ladies and gentlemen. This isn't just for... You know, because I like to talk and hear myself, you know, say words. I want you to really understand what's in the contempt of the Constitution. Read it for yourself. Listen to it on the podcast that I did. But more importantly, you should really go find it on national-assembly.net. Go read it. You should really take time and read it. Understand that law, which again was the first law in common law since 1861. So that's tyrannical, malicious contempt. The next one we have is noble contempt. What's noble contempt? Noble? That sounds nice. Is it? Well, noble contempt of constitution occurs when individuals or businesses are treated differently under the law, either receiving greater or lesser recognition compared to other common people or businesses. This includes situations where special recognition or advantages are given, elevating their status above others. Boy, where did we see this? Um, what? Oh, that's right. During COVID, when every mom and pop business was forced to shut down because they were not allowed to conduct businesses. Meanwhile, Lowe's and Walmart and Sam's Club and all these other big corporate entities around the world were allowed to stay open. Figure that one out. COVID knows how to infect people in small businesses, but not at the big box stores. Hmm. Noble contempt. Then you got noble malicious contempt. This type of contempt establishes noble contempt, but the party involved refuses to rectify it. As a result, it leads to hardships or the deprivation of common rights for native-born individuals of the United States or individuals within its states. Then there's what you have, noble, tyrannical, malicious contempt. Now, this is the most severe form of noble contempt because it involves repeated acts that blatantly disregard basic human rights protected by the Constitution, protected by the Bill of Rights. These acts demonstrate gross insensitivity towards the suffering of native-born men and women and may involve a corrupt use of power. It can also be recognized when there is a wanton disregard for the right, safety, and security of the common native-born population, potentially endangering a significant portion of mankind for the benefit of a few. Well, where have we seen that? Can you say the international bankers? 
Can you say we see that with the bar lawyers and the corrupt judges who are paid by the cabal? You know, the rules for thee, but not for me mentality. I mean, that's what's called noble, tyrannical, malicious contempt. Endangering the significant portion of mankind for the benefit of a few. Hmm. See, it's crucial to note that any attempt to deny or diminish the existence of contempt of constitution represents a contempt of constitution itself. Demonstrating a tyrannical and malicious disregard for the rights of the people. Ladies and gentlemen, I want you to go back and if there's ever been an episode that I have done lately that you should probably go back and re-listen to and listen to again, it's going to be episode 576, Held in Contempt with the Reading of Psalm 47. This is a very important episode in my opinion, and I'm going to highlight it, I believe, on my website. That's how much I believe this, this is important. There is going to be a new way, I, I say new way, not a new way, that we are going to be able to proceed forward in peace and we are going to get our 50 states assembled and settled. There is no doubt in my mind. There is still a lot of work to be done. There is a lot of work to be done. This ain't going to come easy. Something monumental happened and I can't divulge or get into the description of any of that. At least not yet, but it's, 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 it's going to be that I believe the next six months is going to be very pivotal. A lot of cleanup has to happen on our lower level. What do you mean by lower level, Jason? I'm talking at the level on the ground level, local level within our own communities, the people who've been trying to get inside our, uh, inside our assemblies to divide and conquer. And look, I'll, I'll give them this. I'll, I'll give them credit where, where credit's due. They did a damn fine job. And they did a fine job at trying to almost deceive me to get them on their side. Boy, did they do a good job. I want you to take notice of who I don't have back on this podcast. And, 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 and when I mean who I don't have back on this podcast, I don't mean like Josh Lehman or anything like that. I'm talking people who have been on here periodically since the inception of this podcast. Think about who always was on this podcast very way back in the beginning of last year. Why are they not on this anymore? And just ask yourself the question. So much con- you know, connects. There's so much we're finding that connects to other things, and it's leading to people that are trying to infiltrate our assembly of people, our assembly of states, to try to bring it down. Because guess what? They know that when the assembly of states reaches the the solid number of 38, which is three quarters of the 50 states, and make no mistake, we will get our 50 states. But they understand and they comprehend the simple fact that when we reach the solid number of 38 states, we, the people, will be able to finally flex our muscles and be able to finally have 100% control of everything and everyone. Oh, I say not everyone, but everything like the military, right? Because they are subordinate to the civil power. We, the people, okay, they answer to we, the people. The military does. 38 states is what is needed, but we have to have all 50 and we will get all 50. 
And these people are working effortlessly and tirelessly to try to destroy that because they know that they are going to be in for a world of hurt and the penalty is going to come knocking on their doorstep. They are going to have to take account for their actions and, and, and what they've done and the lives they've spread, the sins they've committed, and the crimes they've committed and aided and embedded the enemy you know, in, whether if it's crimes they've committed or crimes that they've aided and embedded with, if that makes sense. Yes, there is forgiveness, but the penalty must be paid, which is why I'm going over the different levels of contempt of Constitution, which is why I went over specific things in a very specific manner here on this show. Like I said, folks, in previous podcasts, there is a lot taking place. More than I probably even realized, to be quite frank with you, because I don't know exactly all the intricacies behind the background that's going on, but I do see quite a bit. But this is why I don't have any more anxiety or any more um, doubt about our future. I have no question anymore in my mind that we are going to be solid, but it's going to only be that way if we get ourselves involved. So what I'm saying here, here's your call to action. Don't just sit there and say, oh, this is great. There are people already doing this for me. So I could just sit back and do nothing. No, no, that's not what you're supposed to do. That's not what you're supposed to do. Remember how we've become self-governed. You have to be involved on the local level. That doesn't mean you have to hold an office or, you know, a volunteer to put yourself on the ballot for a specific position on the county level. No, that doesn't mean that. Just simply be an assembly member and allow yourself to be in the jury pool. So when we have our petite juries that um, get called to order, and we start, um, well, bringing these people to justice and quick, you know, common law justice, you can sit on a, a panel of a common law grand jury. I mean, it's just as simple as just being an assembly member so you can be picked as a jurist. And obviously, depending on your ability and your willingness and how badly you want to see this country fixed, you can definitely get involved even further and and get, you know, participate further, but just get involved. Listen to the meetings, come to the meetings, start off as a guest, but you remember there is going to be strict vetting. See, part of the reason why we got so many infiltrators within our assembly is we did not do a good job vetting. There's a lot of people involved in a lot of bad organizations. Why do you think I say at the beginning of my show, folks, all the things that I say, and I'm going to repeat it again, clarifying that I'm not a doctor. I'm not a holistic health expert. Remember that. I'm not a financial advisor. I'm not a pastor, priest, deacon, biblical scholar. I'm not a bar lawyer. I don't hold a title of nobility, which if I did, my involvement would go against the original 13th Amendment, the 13th article, 
I don't offer the legal advice. I've, as I've always said, I don't hold political degrees. I've never had any involvement in any three-lettered agencies like the CIA, FBI, DOJ. And yes, even though I'm a member of the Michigan General General Assembly, I do advocate your participation in your local state's General Assembly. I'm not the face or voice of any of that. And more importantly, I don't have affiliation, very important, I don't have any affiliation with any groups who try to mimic the lawful assembly, like American States Assembly, like the National Liberty, or Life Force, or Beacon 37, or RUSA, known as RUSA, or any other organizations that are outside of the Michigan model of the MGJA. I have never participated in a fraudulent status-correcting um, activity associated with AVR, Bobby Lawrence, or David Strait and company. And furthermore, I do not endorse or advocate for violence, as I always say. There's a reason why I say that, because I'm going to tell you right now, the vetting process is going to be more stringent if people get involved. You're going to have to prove who you are. Okay, you're going to have to, you know, basically... There's, there's going to be, let's just say that, there's going to be vetting that is going to be more stringent because we cannot have these people infiltrate anymore. See, the body of the assembly is made up of God-loving, God-fearing, God-respecting people. And this train fell off the rails far too long now over the last two years. Enough is enough. You know, if you go to national-assembly.net, again, I've highlight, I've, I've pointed this out. You need to read the update May 2023. I'll just read it right now because it's on national-assembly.net. I'll read it. It says, apparently, Joe Belton is the new Anna Von Wrights. Elizabeth, a.k.a. Jane from Montana, is the new version of Candalee from Montana. Charlene and company from California are the new version of Terry Salem from Washington state. We are aware of what Anna Von Wrights did in 2019. And we are now witnessing the same thing happening again with these new actors use discretion and discernment when interacting with these people. We have 17 states and we have published notice and the U S corporation is in a panic over the people reassembling and have called out their assets to interfere with our reassembling the nation equal states. I'm not kidding with any of this, people. Use your discretion and discernment. Because we got a lot of work to do. The assembly of people is a God-loving group of people. We are, we are family. Alaska had to clean this crap up in their state a long time ago. There's other states that had to do the same thing. And guess what? Now they're working in harmony with one another and they are getting business done. But that doesn't mean that there aren't other states that are infected with this cancer. Jason, you're being pretty bold right now. No, I'm not being bold. I'm just reading what's out there in the public. Because Anna Von Wrights did split the assembly back in 2019. We almost had it back then, ladies and gentlemen. We almost had our 38 state. Like, we almost had it. That was in 2019. That was at the tail end of 2019. Shoot, what happened in 2020? Um, what happened in March 13th of 2020? That's right. 
COVID, lockdowns, tyrannical dictates, moms getting arrested for going to the beach and taking their kids to the park and, and hairdressers cutting hair. Do you think that was all by design or do you think that was just coincidental? Boy, that, that COVID boy, that, that, that pesky COVID came at a wrong time. Damn it all. Come on. Use your head people. Just like nine 11, you think that was done by terrorists overseas who lived in the middle of the desert? Really? Use your head. Yeah, Costa Rona says it right here, but Nancy Pelosi was allowed to get a haircut during all of that. You and I couldn't. We had to look like Scruff McGruff, but, you know, Nancy Pelosi, she was allowed to go get a haircut and get, you know, all dolled up. I mean, I, I guess I don't blame her if I look like that. No, no, Jason, be nice. Be nice. Okay, I'm going to be nice. I'm going to leave it alone. Yeah, my wife says, you didn't, LOL. No, I didn't. No, you're absolutely right. I didn't. That's because I like to just shave my head in one one setting, and that's it. I keep it simple, folks. Even though I have a, a licensed cosmetologist in the house who can actually cut my hair nice, I just, I do it, and I just make myself uglier. <laughs> Stop it, Alvin. That's not funny. <laughs> that doesn't mean you laugh again. Shut up. Stupid, stupid chipmunk. He's been eating our Swiss shard, and he's going to find himself in an early grave if he keeps doing that. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, I hope this has been very informative. Um, I do recommend you read The Contempt of the Constitution. I really do. Read The Contempt of the Constitution. Go back and listen to it if you don't have time to read it. But going forward, we do have lots of work. So, you, again, a call to action. Whatever you're doing, keep doing what you're doing. Keep learning. Keep reading. Read the Jefferson Manual. Read the Fundamental Orders of 1638. Read the Constitution. Read the Contempt of the Constitution. You can find all this information in the forums at national-assembly.net. Continue to always educate yourself because that's very, very important. If you're doing common law grand jury education, keep doing that. If you're reading Corpus Juris Secundum, keep reading that. I mean, whatever you're doing, it, right now, education is key. Keep doing what you're doing. Because I do believe, and this is just my interpretation or, you know, whatever. I do believe that assistance, I shouldn't say assistance. How should I say this? I believe that what, what occurred will start getting uh, out there to the other states and will serve as an example and a model, if you will, for what other states need to do. Does that make sense? I'll just say that. That's it. Okay. And it's very simple. It was actually very, very simple. And believe it or not, it, I've never, <laughs> I tell you when I, I wish I could elaborate more, but let's just say this. I have never saw God work actively so majestically than I did yesterday. I was like, wow, this is crazy. <laughs> God is gracious and God is good. We'll just say that all glory goes to God. That's, I guess that's all I can say. All glory goes to God. That's it. That's it. Keep in prayer. And like Rietta was saying here, yep, that's because we have all been praying. That's right. 
You have all been praying. You've been trying to stay on the side of God, not asking God to be on our side, but fighting on the side of God. And the people will be triumphant with God. We have to be on the side of God. That's the only way we get this country back, ladies and gentlemen. We're not going to be a nation that stands proudly and strong without God at the top of it and at the front and center of it all. God the Father in heaven, Jesus Christ, has to be at the center of all we do. That's your next action item. Become closer to Christ. Ask Christ to be in your heart. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, ah, this has been a great show, and I thank you for this platform to share this information. We continue to pray that this will continue to grow so we can keep helping people come closer to you and how to participate and how to restore this republic and how to solidify and fortify their family so they can have got, you know you at the center of their families and how we you know we can talk about different health things how we can help heal and take care of our body temple and yes lord you know i have not been the best at taking care of my body because i eat too much sugar and sweets and i do apologize for that and i am doing my best to reduce that and almost eliminate it but Lord, just like you helped me beat with pornography, I need you to help me beat the sweet addiction here. You helped me with that victory. I need your help with this victory because, Lord, we just, not just me, I'm sure a lot of us need it. So help me develop the willpower there. But thank you for the people that come here. Thank you for my family. Thank you for the listeners. Thank you for all that you do. And we pray for the special intentions for anybody out there who has hidden prayers, uh, you know, that are deep in their heart. They don't, they're either shy to put it out there to the world or they don't know how to put it in words. So we just pray for those who have prayers in their heart. You know their prayers, you know what they need and what they are longing for. So we just ask that you address those prayers in your perfect way. And Rietta puts here in the, as an additional part of the prayer here, Lord, thank you for much that we know. Hold on, let me do this real quick. I'm so sorry. Lord, thank you so much that we know you are doing great and mighty works. You love your children and we thank you for that. Lord, please continue to guide us and lean not on our own understanding. In all our ways, we acknowledge you and you direct our path. We love you, Lord. And also, she puts here, also we have some family, um, we have some fair, uh, serious health issues within our family, so please pray for them. So let's extend a prayer for anybody, such as Riet and her family, that anybody out there who has been uh, afflicted with serious health ailments and illnesses and dis-ease, right? Diseases, dis-ease. We pray for healing. We pray for miracles. We pray for the light of your divine hand, God, that you touch these people who are dealing with these health issues. Bring their body back to 100% good health so that they may have another chance to do it right and, 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 and just, just bring these people back to good health. Everybody, anybody and everybody who is dealing with cancer, um, um, infertility, uh, any, any disease that's out there, Lyme disease, there's so many out there, I can't even list them, Guillain-Barre disease, anybody and everybody that's dealing with health issues, please help deliver a healing. 
And we pray all of this in your holy son's name. And, and, and actually, before I continue to close, before I close this out, we also pray for this nation. We pray for the path going forward. Thank you, Lord, for being involved in our assembly. Thank you, Lord, for being involved in our country, being involved and in being at the center of our families. We know you are in charge. We know you reign over all men and women and all kingdoms on this earth. This is your, you reign it over, you reign over it all. And so it's a beautiful thing to see you work through other people. And we pray all this in your Holy Son's name, Jesus Christ, we pray, amen. Amen, ladies and gentlemen. I hope this was informative. And like I said, read your contempt of Constitution. Go back and read Rule 48 in the Jefferson Manual. Um. Listen to the podcast, Contempt of the Constitution. You can find it on national-assembly.net, along with a bunch of information on there. Go to the forums. Educate yourself, okay? And you're very welcome. There's some people out here on the chat saying thank you. You're very welcome. Like I said, I am nobody special. I just want to put that out there. I am nobody special. I am not privy to any special information. All I am doing is doing my best to work on the side of God along with many other men and women who are trying to work on the side of God so we can restore our republic and regain our freedom and our sovereignty and help this nation fully and truly be free. All right? I'm just the deliverer of whatever God wants me to put out there. That's it. I can't say it's the most entertaining show in the world, but we're here and we're not going anywhere and you're not going to see a bunch of commercialism over here. God gave me a wonderful career in driving a semi, which I love trucks. Trucks are cool. I've loved trucks since I was a kid and it's cool, even cooler yet that I get to make a living driving these cool trucks. I mean, how many people get to say they get to pass gas for a living? I mean, that's cool and gross at the same time when you hear it. <laughs> um nancy was asking which one was the contempt of the constitution let me do this real quick um i'm at the net so if you go to national-assembly.net it's the very first um so there's four media players on that website underneath the uh, up may update of 2023 and under the blue text where it says donald trump told the american people that we will have a new government controlled by the people right there's that text the first media player under that, it's a separate media player, so you don't have to try searching for it on Podbean. I mean, you can search for it, and you just type in contempt of Constitution. It was from, uh, it was a show I did March 17th of 2022, um, but on the national-assembly.net website, it is the first of the four media players, and it says contempt of the Constitution. So you can listen to it from the website there, too, as well, just FYI. So, uh, before we adjourn, I also want to let you know, we're going to be having a Havenly Moment podcast after I close this out. A Havenly Moment. She wants to share her journey and her first two horseback riding lessons. So, that's going to be very fun. So, we're going to close this out and we're going to open it back up 
and Haven wants to share a little bit about uh, her experiences. So let's close us out. But before we do, I got a song by High Res. It's called Heaven Over Hollywood. God bless, ladies and gentlemen, and we will be right back after this show. Give us about five minutes. God bless. High Res chose God over money. He burned bridges with major labels, Hollywood execs, and industry musicians. Demonetized, deplatformed, and banned. He put it all on the line for the sake of the truth. What's gaining the world worth if it means losing your soul? I chose heaven over Hollywood, I'll never sell my soul People said I'd never blow, God been keeping me afloat You can never block my blessings, this the only thing I know Went a few years without even doing the show Finally getting back on road, getting back to my roots But I never stop fighting when I'm searching for the truth All these rappers lying every time they in the booth Blackball from these labels, corporations and these suits Keep that thing on me, case my haters in the mood But like Shaquille, I'm praying that I never had to shoot They keep bringing up me and Jimmy, don't even gotta ask That's my brother to the grave we just on two different paths Shout my brother Emilio If you know then you really know Life got in the way It's just really hard to admit it though Lost in LA Trying to make these viral videos Had to get humble So I moved about the city Me and wifey almost broke up Thank God I woke up She been there for me since we was little Now we all grown up Back to the east coast Had to find me though No money in my bank account But found a little piece though Lost my grandma and I have been on a mission To make sure that I carry on these family traditions I got close to the God Heritage and religion if you ever did me wrong, just know that you are forgiven Finally started speaking my mind and all my records I lost money, lost fans, but I would never regret it Got married to the love of my life, man, what a blessing Even got to kick it with Donald Trump at the wedding Life became a joke, man, we living a meme Ain't no left, ain't no right, they all on the same team They try to label me radical and they call me extreme Because I'm willing to die for the American dream When I thought it's rock bottom and the bottom kept coming Demons kept chasing, but you know I kept running I hope that God Proud of the man that I'm becoming I'm not perfect myself and that's why I don't be judging I could quit and retire but I would rather inspire Drop this songs with dollar sign We had India on fire I don't rock Balenciaga and them evil ass designers Put my soul in these raps I could never be a lie Wifey making boss moves Beat our first lawsuit Shout to my real fans My success is cause all you Thought about quitting Had my back against the wall But failure is not an option That's why I gave it my all The government had us locked in our homes Then I rallied against the mandates with Robert Malone my family said I'm crazy when we talked on the phone But I still do this for the fans who feel lost and alone Hey, ban me, cancel me, but you can never stop me Even some of my idols unfollow me and block me I know that God got me, man, the journey been real fun If you still riding with me, then you a real one Spoke out against the government, had everybody shook The only rapper, the performer, MLK, probably stood These social medias might ban me and they probably should I'll never sell my soul, this heaven over Hollywood, it's rest What's up, it's your boy High Res. Next month, I'm gonna be out in the UK and Europe, Amsterdam, Glasgow, Dublin, London, Manchester. Get your tickets before they're gone at onlyforthefans.com. I can't wait to meet y'all and hang out with y'all. Peace. Remember, ladies and gentlemen. Remember, ladies and gentlemen. We are firm. We are steadfast, and we are uncompromising. The enemy has crossed that line for the last time. It is up to people like you and I to hold that line. They've crossed the line way too many times and it is time for us to stand up this republic and get after it. We gotta do this for God. We gotta do this for our families. We gotta do this for America, for the voiceless. It's time to get after it, ladies and gentlemen. 
Thank you for joining the show. forget to check out the website www.hisheartline.com and if you want to know more about how to get involved with your assembly go to www.national-assembly.net that's www.national-assembly.net it's time to get active ladies and gentlemen let's go Joining us here at His Heart Line. We'll see you back here next time.